On last week, we talked about commitment and vows, if you remember. And we talked about commitment and vows in relationships. Isn't that right? And we talked about once you make a commitment or a vow, you cannot take that back. That's right. Isn't that right? And we talked about that especially in relationships because uh, this is the thing that's tearing families up is because people don't understand when you make a commitment, that commitment needs to stand no matter what the situation or circumstance is. And so what, we, what we're trying to do here is strengthen the families here. And as we saw uh, a few minutes ago, the, the, uh, the village that came up with the young man. Well, this is, this is a commitment that they have made, and I know you all know that. It's a, you can't take a commitment back. Once you make a vow, you cannot take that vow back. And we need God parents, and we need parents, and we need, uh, you know, that old uh, uh, proverb, it takes a village to raise a child. It is true. And what is happening is because this country is falling apart, is because we forgot the roots is the family. There is no, nothing more important than family. And there's nothing more stronger than a Christian family, a family that means what they say and say what they mean. Do you understand? So today we want to talk. We've been talking about the heart. We've been talking about uh, uh, the mind. And today we want to talk about the spirit. A lot of people don't know that you, there's more to you. There's more to you than just your body. There's body, mind, heart, soul, and spirit. We're talking about your spirit today. The spirit is the only way that God communicates with the human being. He does not communicate with you, your heart. He does not communicate with your mind. He communicates with your spirit. And he doesn't even want you to communicate with him with your heart or your mind because the scripture says in, in John uh, 4 and 24, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. That's John 4 and 24. God is a spirit, so we must worship him in spirit and in truth. Do you understand what that means? So that means if God is asking you to worship him in spirit and truth, then that means you must have spirit. That's right. And he wants you, he wants you to worship him in your spirit. Now let me tell you how powerful the spirit is. The spirit is very powerful to the point that... Uh, uh, we, I, I prefer, I'm going to do that later on because there's a scripture that's going to help us with that. Go ahead, Brother Kyle. Uh, let's read from your commentary just so we get an understanding yeah. of where we're going. Now, this commentary is what I have studied from, and we're going to read that. And I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to give you an ear to hear. Say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. give me an ear, me an ear. To, hear. to hear. All right. The human spirit is the incorporeal or having no physical existence, part of man. <laughs> the Bible says in Genesis 2-7 that the human spirit is the very breath of Almighty God and was breathed into man at the beginning of God's creation. Then the Lord God formed a man from dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and the man became a living being. It is the human spirit that gives us a consciousness of self and other remarkable, though limited, godlike qualities. The human spirit includes our intellect, emotions, fears, passions, and creativity. It is this spirit that provides us the unique ability to comprehend and understand. 
What we want to do is understand that we can't understand God unless we are spiritual. And we must be spiritual. We are spiritual, we are spiritual beings. And I want to go to Job uh, 32 and 8 while you're doing that, and I'm going to talk a minute. Listen to me, folks. You need to know. Let me tell you something. Uh, a lot of you in, in relationships in here. There's a lot of couples in here in relationships, okay? Let me tell you what, what causes what call, this is the biggest myth there is, okay? When, when you look at someone and that is what draws you to them, that thing ain't going to last. Do you understand? You know, uh, because all of that is going to deteriorate. And when you get married, remember we talked about marriage last week? You say to death do us part and, and, and sickness and health. What gets a lot of people in, in trouble in a marriage, and I'm just using marriage as, as a parable, not a parable, as here, because who you marry in your 20s, it ain't going to be the same person in their 40s. So if you're in love with what you see, that's going to be a temporary thing. Because you can only get so many, so much, what is that stuff, Botox or whatever they're doing now, and you can only cut so much stuff out and so much stuff cut off, right? Because sooner or later, the wrinkles is coming. That's right. You know, the, the one thing, as egotistical as I am, and as, 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 as you know, and I'm a guy that kind of likes, hey, I'm in love with me some Johnny Fields. Do you hear what I'm saying? But the thing about it, I ain't the man I used to be. That's right. 71 years old now. You see what I'm saying? Ain't the man I was 30s and 40s. And so I'm glad that Sister Gwen loves my spirit. Because if she didn't love my spirit, she might go look for a 40-year-old. Y'all yeah. here? You see what I'm saying? That's right. Now, yeah, yeah. So all of y'all laughing, and none of you all are going to look. Some of y'all in relationships in here. All of that stuff's going to deteriorate. And so when people start getting into what they think that draws them to a person, that ain't going to hold. Now, I got, I got something for you to do, especially you all, the couples. You need to be able to look in the eye of your partner, look in the eyes of your partner, and if you can't see something in their, in their spirit that you love, that thing ain't going to make it. That's right. You got to love a person's spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Ask me how I know. Job 32 and 8. And this is from The Voice. And it says that it turns out it is the spirit in a man, not age, and the breath of the highest one within him that lends understanding. See, see, it's not how old you get, but it's the spirit within that person that's going to determine that person's understanding. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so see, see, if somebody, if you love somebody in their spirit, that love is permanent. That's right. That love is going to give them an understanding. It is the, the spiritual part of me that, un, that it teaches me and empowers me to understand my wife, not my brain. Because my mind gets totally confused. That's right. I'm the only person that gets totally confused with a spouse no, in here. All right? But my spirit gives me an understanding. Do you all understand me? There's a book called Men Are From Mars and Women From Venus or something like that. No, 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 no. We all from God. And if we all from God and we all the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit will reveal to me to how to communicate with my wife. That's right. How to communicate with my brother. That's right. Do you understand? Age has nothing to deal with it. They're just some, the, my mother used to say there ain't nothing worse than an old fool. That's right. 
right? That's a person that hasn't allowed the spirit to help them to mature. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is anybody really getting it? All right. Now we're going to read Proverbs chapter 20, verse 27. First from the NIV, and then I'll read it again from the voice. It says that the human spirit is the lamp of the Lord that sheds light on one's inmost so being. It is the human spirit. That's the little s, okay? When you look in the Bible, the big S is the Holy Spirit, and you're looking at a little s. It is my human spirit that God shines a light on me so that I can understand where he is. Because God doesn't communicate, he communicates with my spirit. And so that's why when I worship him, we must worship him in what? And in spirit and in truth, because we are spiritual beings. See, sometimes in my flesh, y'all love me? My flesh don't want to get up here on Sunday mornings sometimes. Say, how do you know, Pastor? How how should we know, Pastor? Say, how should we know? Because you don't want to go to church sometimes on Sunday mornings, right? right? But there's something that drives you to go to church. And it's your spirit that says, I need to be fed. If you are a child of God, it is easy to get up and want to go to church because you want your spirit has to be fed. Well, if, if, if your body needs to be fed, right? Mal- malnutrition, is that what they call that thing? Well, some people have that of the spirit because they don't feed their spirit. And so when something happens to them in their life, they fall apart because their spirit is too weak to handle the challenges of life. Amen? You understand what I'm talking about? But when you feed your spirit, your spirit can take over when your mind and your heart and your soul is weakened. Your spirit will empower them to be able to go on. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, so what we try to do is we come to church on Sundays, and the Bible says for us to do that, to fellowship with one another. And we come to church, we got to, has anybody got a car they don't have to put gas in? I didn't think so. Well, and if you have one of the mothers, you got to stick it in a battery. You got to get that energy from somewhere. Well, when my spirit, when it is full and it is full of the energy from the Holy Ghost and empowered by the Holy Ghost, then I can do things that my mind doesn't want me to do. Do you understand? Bless you. All right. And now from the voice where it says that the lamp of the eternal illuminates, which is to enlighten the understanding with knowledge, the mind by spiritual light or grace, the human spirit searching our most intimate thoughts. So the, 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 the human spirit, that's just a lot of words. The human spirit will search your thoughts. The human spirit will search your thoughts. Sometimes I need the human spirit to search my thoughts and help me with my thoughts because my thoughts are going someplace they ain't got no business going. Yeah. Am I the only one up in here that battles that? I am saved and I'm going to heaven. But I tell y'all all the time, I'm saved, I'm going to heaven, but I ain't safe. Because, see, see, sometimes, yes, sometimes my thoughts get crazy. You, you understand? Am I the only one that sometimes gets a little, you know, see, see sometimes I want to get with that person working at cash register with an attitude. I'm the one, you, reason you got a job is what I want to tell them. You got an attitude, you need to handle my stuff right. Because you ain't, with that little job you got, you getting that from the money I'm paying. Sometimes you want to say that. But the human spirit says, be nice because you don't know what that person went through last night. You don't know what that person is going through. Do y'all understand me? And, you know, sometimes, you know, I drive a little fast sometimes. But anyway, uh, but sometimes when somebody is too slow in front of me, I'm going to get out of my way. You like, because I'm the only one out here that matters on this highway. Y'all do know that. And so, but the thing of it is, is maybe that's a person that's handicapped and can't go no faster. 
Maybe that person is scared and you want them to go slow. And, and then, you understand what I'm saying? And then sometimes somebody passes me and they're going too fast, right? And I'm like, well, they need to slow that car down. I don't know if they got an emergency. Somebody's at the hospital. There's some place they need to go. So the, human, the Holy Spirit talks to my human spirit and calms me down and says, you don't know why that person is doing what they're doing. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, none of y'all do this because y'all in love so much you can't. Sometimes I don't understand. I've been married 47 years. And sometimes I don't understand First Lady. And I'm like, is the first, what is the First Lady? I don't get that. Nah. But the human spirit says you ain't supposed to get that. You're just supposed to support that. And, and, and it'll come out all right. Right? That's right. You see, the Holy Spirit told, tells me, now, come on, married couples. The Holy Spirit tells me sometimes you don't need to understand her. You need to understand me. Meaning him. <laughs> do you understand? And then he will reveal to me what I need to do. You get me? All right. So here's what we, we, we need that. And see, and then when I need it, when I'm walking in darkness and I need a light, he just read that, the, the verse up there, the Holy Spirit gives a light to my spirit in which direction I need to go. That's right. Now, because some of us in here, you are not maybe everybody, but some of us in here, we need a light. Yeah, because we, we, we'll take one of them exits. You got to, yes, we'll take one of those exits, and so we need that. Am I making sense to you? That's right. All right. Now turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I'm going to read verse 16 from The Voice. It says, we have no reason to despair, despite the fact that our outer humanity is falling apart and decaying. Now listen to you good-looking people. All you cuties in here. It's going to decay. Let me tell y'all what you're doing right now. Say what, Pastor? Dying. That's right. That's you're right. dying right now. Right where you sit, you're dying. I hate, to, I hate to give you the bad news, but that's a fact. You're dying right there where you sit right now. All right? Because your body's going to decay. That's right. You see? It's going to get old. It's going to wrinkle. And one of these days, it's going to take an exit. But guess what? It's still when there used to be a song years ago, when I, dro when I grow too old to dream, I still have you to remember. What that means is, I can't dream anymore, but my spirit brings back the remembrance. She's talking about somebody she's in love with. My spirit brings back the good times. You understand what I'm saying? How many old athletes we got in here? You see, man, I can watch a game and I'm better than anybody playing on that game. <laughs> you see? I can still remember carrying that football and people scream. I can still, all, but see, it's all gone. But my spirit gives me joy and it lets you know you had your time. You've had your time. Does that make sense? You see, it's kind of like back in the day. Let's have a little fun. Y'all loosen up up in here. Back in the day, you know, I mean, I, could, I had some moves, brothers. <laughs> I had some moves back in the day. You know, I get on that dance floor and, you know, show out a little bit. You see, Sister Evelyn, I am so glad to get up out that bed on the mornings now. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? And just see one foot, one foot, and everything working out all right. I said, glory to God. You see, you see, my spirit is still full of energy, but my body is decaying, so I cannot do the things that I used to do. Right. And it's right. going to happen to you. That whatever you're looking like now, it ain't going to be like that always. So you better feed the thing that's going to keep going, and that is your spirit. Right. All right? Again, we're reminded we have no reason to despair, 
Despite the fact that our outer humanity is falling apart and decaying, mm -hmm. King James says perish, Right. our inner humanity is breathing in new life every but day. But my spirit is breathing in new life every day. See, if some of you all would go and come to my house, you would say, that's our pastor? Because I have a great time because every day that I get up, the Holy Spirit breathes energy into my spirit. Do you understand? There are people in wheelchairs that have more energy in their spirit than people that are walking around. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. It is your spirit. Take care of your spirit. Nourish your spirit. Feed your spirit. And you'll have a long life. Do you understand? I talk about somebody that I used to go visit uh, uh, for the Ponders years ago, and they used to call him uh, Grandpa Bird. Is that right? Check your head if that's right. Grandpa Bird, and he'd be in that wheelchair, and he'd say, Brother, Brother Johnny, one of these days they're going to come in here, and I'm going to fly on up out of here. He was talking about, because he had to strap him in so he wouldn't fall. And they, they had him strapped in there. And guess what? One, but he talked about the Lord to me. We had a good time. And guess what? One day he left here, left that shell and that body. Because in his spirit, even though he was crippled in his body, he was not crippled in his spirit. And his spirit encouraged him to let him know no matter how long he would be in that wheelchair, the wheelchair wasn't permanent, but eternal life in the spirit was. Come on, somebody say amen about that. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. We're told in 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, that prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. So what that means is, for you all is, that's what you're getting right now. The prophets. The preacher brings messages from the Holy Spirit to give to your spirit so that you can grow and mature. Do you understand that? And a lot of times, this is why some people, now don't get upset at me, and want to throw rocks and tomatoes and eggs and things. Right? A lot of times, somebody says, I went to church and I didn't get nothing. I told them you wasn't in the spirit. Because if you was in the spirit, you're going to get something. That's right. You, you can, I don't care who's speaking. If they're speaking from the gospel and Christ and him crucified, if you're in the spirit, they can, you ought to get something. Now, if a pastor or a preacher, he or she is speaking without the spirit, they're speaking knowledge. That's only going to last so long and you're going to lose that. See, some people minister to your head. You see, they, they got knowledge, and all you get this knowledge. But then when you're in the Spirit, and that speaker's in the Spirit, that speaker is, is, is ministering to your spirit, then it makes the whole Scriptures become alive. That's right. You want it to come alive. You want something, life-changing messages. I want to hear something today to change my life. Do you understand? I want something today to empower my spirit because you're going to go through some things. Cancer's not going away. High blood pressure's not going away. Diabetes is not going away. Bills are not going away. Huh? Bad kids are not going away. You, you understand what I'm saying? Stuff happens. I've done good there. Stuff happens, right? It's not going away. But the Holy Spirit will give you the power to handle it in your spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, and if you want a long life with someone, if you want a long life with someone, whether it be husband or wife or a partner that you have, that you and with, friend, whatever, if you guys learn to love each other's spirit, man, there's nothing like that. My friend Bill Allen passed away, I think about three years ago. Yeah, but this month, about three years ago. Still alive. Because we had a, we were soulmates. 
He was my brother. And, and, and even though he's passed and went on the other side, his spirit, my spirit is still the same. When I talk about him and I think about him, I smile because it's a spiritual relationship. That's right. That's and this is what's hurting us in the church. We can't love each other in our mind because some of us don't like each other. But we can love each other in our spirit because that's what agape is. You understand what I'm saying? All right. What the pastor is saying, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, that my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive so, words. So, so I'm not trying to entertain you up here. And I don't use all of those big words because I can't even pronounce that one that he talked about in whatever that thing is. Incorporeal. Yeah, that's the one. That's you see, see, so I'm not trying to do all that. But I'm trying to give you something that, you, that will feed your spirit and nourish your spirit. Because some of you are going through some stuff. You see? Your heart can be broken and people will break your heart. But you can't touch my spirit. Do you understand? You, can't, you know, when I was going through that cancer thing and, and dealing with all that chemo, that thing was messing with my, my, it was messing with my body and it was messing with my head because cancer will play games to your head, but it could not damage my spirit. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right, here we go. It says that it is but with a demonstration of the spirit's power, big S, mm -hmm. so that your faith might not rest on human wisdom, but on God's power. So sometimes when I'm in a situation in a circumstance that I don't know my way out of it, I don't rest on my way of thinking, but I rest on the power of the Holy Spirit giving me the wisdom to my human spirit so that I can do what God would have me to do. That's right. And so sometimes when I'm praying, I'm asking God, feed my spirit because I need some power right now because this is too big for me. And some of you haven't went through anything. You act like you haven't anyway. You haven't went through anything. But there will be a day when your mind, your heart will be torn apart. It can be a death. It can be a, a divorce. It can be whatever. And you want to just collapse. But the Holy Spirit will empower your spirit to keep you alive and handle what you got to handle. Do you understand what I'm talking about? That's just how it is. All right? The voice says that the sermons I preached were not delivered with the kind of persuasive elegance some have come to expect. This is Paul talking. But they were effective because I relied on God's spirit. So sometimes when I come up, I don't have to have anybody tell me, oh, that was a good sermon. I know it was a good sermon. Because when I'm speaking in the spirit and the spirit is speaking through me, it's a good sermon. You see? I'm not trying to get all that stuff. I'm trying to give you something through the Holy Spirit that will help change your life. Because I can tell all of you something, trouble will find you. That's right. There's going to be a day that you all are sitting in here, you're going to remember this voice. You're going to remember, Pastor told us it could be like this. That's right. He told us these days were coming. There's, there's two things, I, I can promise you, trouble will find you. But you can make it when the Holy Spirit empowers you. You can be so exhausted Mentally and emotionally. But the Holy Spirit will energize you. And you can go do what you got to do. Even though it hurts. You're able to stand when you can't stand. 
Do you understand? I wish I could do like some of, sometimes I'll turn the TV on and man, these people are preaching like everything's going to be all right. Like nobody's going to die. No young people are going to die. Everybody's going to live to be old. And, no, no. Everybody's going to live good. Everybody's going to have pros- prosperity. No, it's not that way. Trouble to find you. And sometimes all hell breaks loose. And sometimes you've got to bury loved ones. And in our way of thinking, too soon. And you can't, you can't explain it. And your heart just can't take it. But your spirit, through the Holy Spirit, empowering the Holy Spirit, you'll do what you've got to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? You love me? Amen. You like the truth, don't you? That's right. But guess what? God loves you all so much. Ask me why. He got you here this morning. See, some people say, oh, we came this morning because of a christening. God's smarter than you in case you didn't know it. <laughs> he knows somebody that came for a christening. People, God said, I want you to be here Sunday. On this Sunday. Somebody came to visit. He said, no, I want you to be here this Sunday. Is God in control of your life? If he's in control of your life, he's got you where, you, where he wants you to be. That's right. Somebody said, I don't want to go to church. I'm tired, but I'm going to go on in there anyway. It was the spirit doing that because he loves you. And God wants to feed your spirit. And he wants to give you the information so that when you need it, the Holy Spirit will empower your spirit. When your mind can't think. Let me tell you something. When I was in there dealing with that bone cancer, my mind couldn't think. My body was in wrapped in pain. They couldn't, you all know the story, they couldn't figure out what kind of pain medicine. The only thing that kept me going was my spirit. And I told you all my spirit was broken. But that was my mind talking. It was my spirit that kept me going. Because, let me tell you, that stuff will make you say, hey, y'all give me a pill or something. Get me up out of here. But it was the spirit that kept me moving. Because the Holy Spirit was still there even though I thought he was gone. He was still there. Yeah, Pastor Fields was hurting. And his body was just in tremendous pain. Everything left. His faith, yeah, he was angry, he was upset, he was hurt, he was wounded, he was bruised. But his spirit kept breathing life in him kept breathing life in him. His body wanted to quit. His mind wanted to quit. His heart wanted to quit. And did. But his spirit said, no. This is just a new transition. This is a new learning session for you. This is a new empowering for you to educate other people how to handle situations. Tell them, yes, you're going to give up in your heart. Yes, you're going to give up in your mind. But your spirit will give you what you need to go through. That's right. And to make it a thrill. That's right. You see? You see, sometimes, and I don't know if any of you, I feel good about this. I don't know if anybody's felt like, nobody loves me. And you want to go hide and, 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 get, and go into a depression. Or maybe want to commit suicide. And then the Holy Spirit tells your spirit, oh, God loves you. And God's got people to love you. You may not have been introduced to them yet, but yes, and your life is worth living. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It doesn't talk to your head, it talks to your spirit. That's right. If you get spiritual, you won't need all this other kind of medication. He'll medicate your spirit. See, sometimes it's not my body that needs to be medicated. 
Sometimes it's not my mind that needs to be medicated. It's my spirit that needs to be medicated. And the Holy Spirit medicates my spirit. And then the next thing you know, my body good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My mind is good. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. Again, these messages are effective because he relied on God's spirit to demonstrate God's power. So, so the messages are good because he relied on God's spirit to demonstrate his power in the message. So here's what you're doing. You relied on God's spirit to empower you here to get it in your head, to get it in your heart, to get it in your spirit. So you're ready to roll. Because none of you know what's headed in front of you. You see? I think it was Brother Nathan that said, don't get by yourself. <laughs> don't get by yourself. And people sitting at home need to be, they need to, fel- that's why the Bible says fellowship together. That's right. The Bible tells you to go to church. Because Satan don't want you to go any place where you're going to get something you need. <laughs> I don't know what scripture I'm here to tell Verse 5. Okay. says, if this were not so, your faith would be based on human <laughs> wisdom and not the power of God. I have a friend of mine that says in this church, he don't want his mind because it's like a bad neighborhood. Y'all have heard DJ say that. The Bible's telling you he's right. That's right. No, 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 the Bible's telling you, yeah, you know, everybody laughs when DJ says that, but the Bible is telling them, you're right. What he's saying is, I, I, don't, I don't need to get in my human spirit. I don't need human wisdom. Because, boy, human wisdom will tell me, just take me some places. Woo. Yes, sir. That's right. Human wisdom is giving me, hey, I had game. Called human wisdom. Oh, y'all think it? Now, you can run game on a woman that ain't got that's only got human wisdom. That's right. Because she gonna believe what you say. That's right. But you can't run no game on no sister that's got the spirit. Because she gonna look through that. That's right. Come on, say amen. Y'all know that's the truth anyhow. You see? That's why you need the spirit. Because the spirit will tell you what's really going down. Oh yeah. And the Bible says, try the spirits. By the Spirit. That's right. All right, so y'all know you done dated some bad spirits. Probably done fell in love with some bad spirits. Come on. Oh, good. Sometimes it's so good you know it's good. This is so good I know this is good. See, because I've been on both sides. So I know what I'm talking about. All right? You see, some people, see, some people wonder why they can't get a date. Well, you in the human, if you're in the human room and they know you're spiritual, they... Okay, I'm getting, I'm getting tired. Show me where I'm supposed to be at. Where am I? Almost done. Okay. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, right. verse 9 through 13. This kind of sums it all up. Well, here we go. It says, No eye has ever seen, nor ear has ever heard, and it has never occurred to the human heart all the things God prepared for those who love him. Talking about you all in here. You get out of the human thing and get into the spirit. God's got some great things for you. And a lot of times we miss it because we stay in the human mind instead of getting in the spirit. And sometimes people don't wait until the spirit moves them in their life and they grab something from the human mind and they get human. Do you understand what I'm saying? And God's blessings are spiritual blessings. God will never put anything in your life that will hurt you. That's right. That's right. You know, I do a sermon sometime about agape. Say agape. Agape. That means love. Love never asked for 
what is not its own. Love never brings pain, ever. Love never brings pain, That's right. and love never takes what is not its own. That's love. Love doesn't need anything. Love wants to give, not receive. That's right. That's agape. Do you understand? Hurts you, doesn't it? When you look at that, when you look at all the mistakes you made in your life, you're only as smart as your information. That's right. That's why, look at me, and you can quote this. That's why people stay home. They don't stay home because they don't like church. They stay home because Satan don't want them to get information. Because if he gets information, they're going to be empowered. And if they get the right information from the Holy Spirit and today's spirit, they're going to be empowered enough to say no to his little spirits that want to destroy their lives. That's bottom line. All right. We're told in verse 10 that God has shown us these profound and startling realities through his spirit. He's shown us what? These things. See, listen to me. Some of you all here are much greater than you're living, but you can't see it because you're not spiritual. You're trying to get it in your head, and he ain't going to speak to your head. He's not going to speak to your mind. He's going to speak to your spirit. And as soon as you become a spiritual person, it's called born again, new created spirit. That's what it born again means, a new created spirit. And once you get that new created spirit from being born again, he, he starts ministering to your spirit, and you become a whole new somebody. That's right. You see? All right. The Spirit searches all things, even the deep mysteries of God. Yeah. Who can see into a man's heart and know his thoughts? Only the Spirit that dwells within the man. In the same way, the thoughts of God are known only by his Spirit. Say, explain that to me, Pastor. You don't know me. You don't know me unless you're spiritual. You don't know me. That's when somebody comes up to you and says, I know you. You say, no, you don't know me. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know what it took for me to get here. Teach. You can't know that unless you're spiritual. That's right. You understand? I do know one thing in here. There are some people living below their means well. because they're not here. It's, it's amazing for me. That Pastor Fields is feeding your spirit and strengthening your spirit, and you can walk out of here, and somebody can say something negative, and it will have more power in your life than what you just heard. That's sad. How can you be sitting up in church and call yourself a, a, a child of God? Some idiot say something negative, and you fall apart. Wow. I'm a child of God. I'm pleased with what he, the way he made me. I'm pleased with the personality he gave me. God didn't t change but one thing in my life when I got to say my character. Because character is who, you know, I still have my same personality. I like to talk. The guys will tell you, I can, I can do a little talking. I still have a great time. But he changed my character. That's right. I used to mean it, now I'm playing. That's right. All right, Travis, get off me. <laughs> Go ahead. It says in verse 12 that you must know that we have not received the spirit of this rebellious and broken world, but the spirit that comes from God. So what are you worried about? I'm so sick of hearing about what kind of, we're living in a good time. This is a good time for me. Folks, oh, times, we in troubled times. I ain't in no troubled time. What you talking about? 
No, no, no. I, uh, no, I ain't going to let that. Sister Evelyn, I ain't going there. I ain't living in no trouble times. No, what they don't know, if they really knew. I said, you don't know me. I done got out of trouble times right. when I met Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm living good times. It's a good time. It's a good time to be alive. It's a good time to be an American. Isn't that right? Ladies, it's a good time to be women. Ladies, amen? It's a good time. You see? Your voices are heard now more than any time in the history of this country. So it's a good time. Do you understand? All right. It says, so that we may experience and comprehend the gifts that come from God. We do not guess, guess who's the gift that comes from God? You want to see a gift that comes from God? Look at, look at somebody. That's, right. That's a gift that comes from God. That's right. See, and then when you get home, look in the mirror. You know, see, I want somebody one of these days that, that, that I'm doing a wedding. Y'all don't know, I hate doing weddings. Everybody knows that. To come to me and, and say, Pastor, I know that she is a gift from God. I know that he is a gift from God. I want somebody to come and see about a friend. I got a new friend. I, I'm just a friend. Not just, because friend's strong. This is a friend that was a gift from God. You see, see this little baby you all saw up here? Everybody thinks how cute the baby. No, that's called a gift from God. Amen. And you know what a gift is? A gift is that somebody, hey, they had godparents. Isn't that right? Oh, godparents. Well, yeah, they had godparents. God, guess what? When someone has a gift from God and they're willing to share that gift from God with you, that's that's strong. That's right. That's strong. When, and, 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 you know, when you, when you walk down that aisle and you get married, and that's a gift from God. Unless you chose it yourself. <laughs> then you need a secret, sacred bank, secret bank account. Well. <laughs> but if it's a gift from God, it's going to last. That's right. Y'all know that. Come on. That's right. What's that thing they do now when you get married so if somebody got money, they don't take the money? See, if you got a gift from God, you don't need a prenup. That's right. You see, I'm saying this. Say, this is a joke. Say, Pastor's joking, because he can joke, can't he? See, before I do that, I just shack up. Because that's what you're saying. I don't trust you. That's right. That's right. So we, ain't, we, just, we just getting this on paper so that it looks good to, to our families. Because I don't trust you because I'm getting a prenup. But if it's a gift from God... What you got in the bank don't even matter because what you're getting from him is way more valuable than whatever money you got in somebody's bank. That's right. Because, That's right. see, when you get sick and get old, that bank account ain't coming to help you get to the bathroom. I know that's right. I'm, I'm ready to go. Last one. Okay. It says, we do not speak of these gifts of God in words shaped by human wisdom, we speak in words crafted by the Spirit because our collective judgment on spiritual matters is accessible to those who have the Spirit. You don't know how valuable spiritual things are unless you have the Spirit. You love me? That's been some of you's mistake in here. That's been some of you's mistake in here. You valued your life and who you were on somebody who didn't have the spirit. And they were looking at it through human eyes. And you got in a certain situation, circumstance, and they left you. Because when the human eyes see sickness, poverty, situation, and circumstances, they can't handle it. 
but those in the spirit can handle it. I admire those people who have children that are born with defects, that are challenged, physically challenged, and how some of them call that a gift from God. And they love those kids, and they take care of those kids, and they're not really challenged because they are in the spirit, and they thank God for allowing them to be able to minister to that child. That's what we're talking about. God bless you. Give me a hand for that. All right. All right. Now give God a hand clap, huh? Now look at somebody that you choose to look at and say, I thank God for you because you're a gift from God. I thank God for you. You're a gift from God. Thank God for you, a gift from God. Amen. All right. Y'all feel good this morning? Really, really good? All right. All right. Brother Isaac picked up that mic, and he's truly a gift from God. Sing something for me, because I want to hear something. Sing something for me. 